So most people know that I support Juventus and not really proud to say that at the moment. <laughs> I know. I know. We've gone through a lot. And now I'm stuck, unfortunately. It shows that you're not a plastic fan like this guy. We're, yeah, okay. We're <laughs> How was there for the CDIB days, man? <laughs> Do you guys think uh, MLS needs to integrate, integrate uh, relegation? Or do you guys think that's not really feasible? That's, that's a good question. 33 games unbeaten. It's it's a pleasure Damn. to be watching us right now. And we play tomorrow, so hopefully by the time this is posted, it'll be 34 games. It's gotta be Argentina. I can't, if I if I said any other country, I would be betraying my my, my own country. I can't say anything else. No, I don't got Ar I don't got either of them winning. I think Brazil a bit overrated. The Ronaldinho Neymar debate will never Ooh. not spark. I can post it any day of the week. Prime, I'm taking Ronaldinho. No questions asked. Longevity. Your Neymar over Ronaldinho, like any other day. Even saying that hurts my heart. If you could go back in time and change one thing in football history, what would it be? Damn. What's good, Footy Culture fam? My name is Matthews, aka Matt, aka Matozinho. And boys, today we got a special, special guest on show today. Yeah, but Before we get into that, once again, I'm joined today by Chris. What's up? How's it going? Good, what's good? <laughs> we got next to me, man, like Dave. A.K.A. Dino. Jeez. Oh, is that what you are? Dino for today. It ain't on the back of the kit, though. No, it's not. <laughs> but yeah. And last <laughs> but not least, a man like Dan. Behind the... Uh, I'm behind the camera here. We got uh, stuff popping over here, so don't worry about me. I got the main guys on, on camera. We're going to get it going today. Mm -hmm. But like you said, we got a special guest. Yes, sir. Special guest in the building. Not quite in the building, but, you know, <laughs> on in Zoom, we got a man like Agustin. <laughs> AKA Debatable Football Opinions. What's good, brother? Welcome, Hello, brother. Hello, guys. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. No problem, man. Thanks no for problem. On, bro. Man. It's a pleasure. But yeah, man. Uh, just like talk to us about how you first got into football, bro. How what did it all start? What made you fall in love? What made you fall in love? Well, I'm originally from Argentina, and obviously, football over there is like a, it's in the air. It's a religion. You watch it religiously. It's in your blood. I, yeah, it, it basically is. Uh, it runs through the family. Everybody watches it, you know? Uh, and then when I was very young, we moved to Spain and that, that's another country where it's also in the air. And uh, I was there when that golden generation of Spain was coming in. Everybody was getting into football, you know. So football's always been a big part of my life. I think the first memory I have was 2006, the World Cup final. I was maybe six or seven years old. And I was like, why is everybody watching? All Like everybody's tuned in. Yeah. And then that's mm -hmm. kind of when I discovered football i always played it when i was a kid but that's when i started watching maybe after that final okay funny still... thing is i think that's my first like memory too yeah oh six mm -hmm. yeah oh six and uh we were uh where were we st Clair. st Clair, some place here so was I. in toronto and they had this big screen massive screen it was like mm -hmm. huge ass screen and i was watching the game there and i remember Same. watching the the zidane header yeah headbutt, sorry <laughs> headbutt and like in this huge room, what the hell's happening? And everyone's just screaming, like, what the? And this is in the middle of like little, kind of like a little Italy where there's a lot of Italians, so they're all screaming mm -hmm. and stuff. But yeah, no, seriously, that's like one of my first memories. Of my brother actually made the newspaper in St. Clair. Yeah? yeah? Yeah. What did he do? Like he was someone? pictured? Huh? Yeah, like he, he was on the back of like some random guy. Actually? Yeah. And he got, he made the newspaper. It was crazy. <laughs> was that your first memory? Huh? Was that your first memory? Uh,. I don't know to be honest. No, I remember watching Bajo beef, not not the World Cup, like older Bajo, like at, at Brescia. Bro, the DVDs don't count, bro. No, <laughs> just DVDs. No, but that's I don't I don't know an exact game, but big memory, yeah, 2006. Yeah, I think that's my biggest memory. Yeah. How about you? I don't. Mm -hmm. 06, kind of random. I was at my mom's friend house, 
and uh, I don't know for whatever reason, like a family friend, right? Uh -huh. I just remember watching the final and like a little like square TV <laughs> in the kitchen, bro. That's all black I remember. And white. So you no, it wasn't black and white. Oh six two though. Yeah, oh six. For all of us, is I, I can't remember like much before that. Really, me neither. You know what to I mean? be honest, I watched, that's why. I, watched, I remember watching a couple games of the two thousand and two. Really? Yeah, so did I. I, I don't watching. remember that. To be Bro, we were we, we were, were seven, my, right? We were at my old place, but the games were really late because it was in Korea and Japan. Yeah. yeah. So the games were really late. I remember watching a couple games. Obviously, it's really faint, but I do remember watching a couple games. Yeah. It's that ball. I remember the ball. <coughs> oh yeah. The two thousand two World Cup ball. So. True. Bro, my brother's always on me because Augustine, you don't know, but uh, I'm half Brazilian, so two thousand two <laughs> Brazil obviously won the World Cup. My brother's always on me, like, how don't you remember? I'm like, bro, I don't know. I'm like <laughs> seven years old. Like, I can't remember. Yeah. I was probably sleep for most of the games <laughs> in the first place, right? But <laughs> it is what it is, bro. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, brother, uh, what club do you support? So most people know that I support Juventus and not really proud to say yeah. that at the moment. <laughs> I know. I know. We're going through a lot. Yep. What, ma what made you support that, uh, that club? Like, obviously, you're Argentinian. Yeah. Most people mm -hmm. wouldn't assume. And you're obviously... Hispanic as well, so mm -hmm. what made you follow uh, it's actually like Italian team? It's actually very underwhelming. When my family and I moved to Spain, uh, my dad we moved to Madrid. My dad just chose Real Madrid, and he tried to convert all the all his sons, me and my little brother, into yeah. being Madrid fans. Yeah, thank God and you did so it. I, I, well, I kind of did, but it was in the <laughs> very beginning when I was like young. It's like you know, whenever kids support a club for the most part is because their dad got them into it and it's like yeah, yeah my dad's a family, let's yeah. say barca fan whatever so i and like i don't know whenever i was a kid i used to kind of support madrid but it was like a blind fan type thing and then i fell in love with seria and i was watching seria like religiously i liked it a lot more than la liga which is what i used to watch a lot and mm -hmm. i guess Juve's success drew me in as a young fan and uh i just started watching more and more of Juventus, and i found myself supporting them and i was like I guess it is my team, but I never really, it's not a decision you make like from yeah. day to day, like, oh, okay, I'm going to support Juventus. It just kind of happened. You feel it. Yeah. And now I'm stuck, unfortunately. <laughs> um, <laughs> see how, we'll see how it goes. I mean, we'll you guys what had, what, nine years of dominance? Yeah. Everything's got to yeah. come to an end, right? Yeah. That's yeah. why the, go the golden days brought you in. Yeah. And now, now I'm you're stuck, stuck for, the... for the bad days. <laughs> exactly. But that's what a, tr a true fan has to go through that, you know? I thought that shows that you're not a plastic fan like this guy. We're, yeah, okay. We're, <laughs> I was there for the Serie B days, man. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. You have a no, favorite was... Juventus player? Um, I got to say many Buffon. many Argentines on Juve, no? Yeah, well, was, there was but... Tevez, Dybala. Oh, uh, I, I really Higuain, I one of my favorite players. Yeah, but I, uh, I got to say Buffon, probably. When it comes to Juve, probably Buffon. Yeah, Buffon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well. That's interesting. Yeah. Goalkeeper. Were you a goalkeeper yourself? No, no, no. I'm I'm more of a striker winger. But I just, I don't know. He's hey. such a likable guy. He's such a likable guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. yeah. yeah still doing a 43 for Parma. <laughs> or 42. <laughs> what is it? 43. But you're He's a lethal threat up top then, eh? 44, yeah. Uh, I, I have my days. I'm very inconsistent. <laughs> you play a lot of footy in Houston or not? Yes, a lot. Like we go to like open play matches and like, like maybe two, three, four times a week. Try oh, to play oh, a lot. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. How is football in Houston? Like how's the, the community like, here in Canada, especially where <laughs> we live? It's very, it's very active, it's very active, very city. Yeah. Cause there's a lot of Italians around here. What's yeah. it like over there? Is it very, is it very Hispanic or? Well, here it's it's very yeah. We do have a lot of Hispanics. So we're very close to the Mexican border, so we get a lot of like Hispanics and Mexicans. Like, so we do have a football community here. But the problem is, 
um there's a lot of also support with like baseball since we got the astros the rockets so baseball uh basketball so you'll find a lot of like nfl mlb fans but football's got its its place here in houston and it's a big community regardless you know that's good that's good Mm -hmm. good. what's what's uh houston have an mls team no the dynamo right right? oh my god don't even bring that up yes (laughs) we have uh (laughs) i think we've ended in the last like three seasons or so we've ended either last place or second to last place they don't make any signings well we just got a hector herrera from atletico madrid oh Oh, they did yeah they did but that that was a marketing move like he apparently is injured and he's out there drinking in concerts and stuff jeez Uh, yeah it's not (laughs) not he's just here to party basically it's a marketing move if anything yeah. Do you go to much games or no? Yeah, I go, uh, I go, the last four or five seasons is when I really started supporting the Dynamo, and uh, they're all over the place. But I'm I don't I can't blame them. They're making moves at least. They got a new ownership, new general manager, basically new everything. So yeah. these are trying. Uh, we'll true. see how's how the, how's the stadium. How's like the culture in there? Mm, not it. We don't get the stadium packed at all. If it's not for Hector Herrera, like uh-huh. the stadium doesn't get much packed. Really? Yeah. So if you he gotta, doesn't play, yeah, I do. I do. You'll play my. You pay my plane ticket. I'll go. <laughs> yeah, he'll pay. He'll pay. No, no, I'm not rich. Come on, man. <laughs> Maybe we'll get a sponsor one day. Uh, but Hopefully. yeah, no. Um, MLS. How do you feel about it? It's it's getting a lot of popularity nowadays, right? A lot of yes, young it, and older talent coming in. Yeah, a lot, a lot of younger talent uh, now, especially Ricky Pooch. Ricky Pooch. What? 22, 23 yeah. coming even, to play even MLS even players now. Players are like going into their prime. Like in seniors, like what? Twenty nine. He's thirty. He's thirty, but like he's still in his kind of prime uh, years. Yeah. He's dipping a little Berdesky, bit. but you know those are Berdesky's in his prime. Yeah, they're coming into the MLS. What's your like thoughts about it? Is it a good move for them, or is it a? Yeah, I mean the memes of it being a retirement league are always going to be there, but people yeah. got to realize that uh, players are moving there at a younger age while they're still in their prime, like the examples you brought up, and uh, the owners are investing more and more money, so it's th- still going to be a growing league. It's probably getting up there with like the best league here in in Concacaf, so. In the next yeah. two years, more money, younger players at a higher level. So it's definitely in the rice. I do think the CONCACAF, especially the, the North American leagues, have come a long way. Yeah. Because you can just tell from the, the national team itself. The Mexican league mm-hmm. has just yeah. fallen off with their national-born talent. I think they're looking more in South American talent, more like Colombians, Argentinians, Ecuadorians even. Or even Americans that go back to, you know, yeah. Play for Mexico. Mm-hmm. So you well. don't really mm-hmm. see much quality coming out of Mexico because even though, like I said, the national team is really suffering at the moment. They're playing look, a lot look of at, old look heads. At Canada, look at US, like they're at the top right now. So we can I can say MLS is the best league in CONCACAF. I'm happy to say that. I I I I see. I could yeah. agree with that actually. I agree with that. That's not that's not debatable, right? <laughs> 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 but no, yeah, I could I could actually agree with that. <laughs> it's crazy to see like you know, young talent coming into the MLS, like Ricky Puig saying, like, he wanted to come here more than any other place. Like, there was obviously other options you could yeah, have gone to. Yeah, he definitely had offers from, like, other European right? clubs. Right, but for him to come here, you know, pl- young players nowadays are, are are not scared of leaving those big clubs they signed for. Like, imagine a young player like yourself signing for Barcelona, you're 16. Okay, maybe I'll make my way up the ranks. But nowadays, players are like, okay, I want playing time. I'm going to go to a team that's going to play me, and I'm going to make my name, and then be something, come back to the team and do something. Yeah. That's what I feel like is such a, a different move nowadays that a lot of players are starting to, you know, gravitate towards. The thing, the, the thing is with Ricky Pooch, I don't think that that's what he's going for. His dream, I, his idol was Landon Donovan. 
Yeah, okay. It was actually quiet, bro. Bro. No, so I imagine. At the same time, money does talk. If he's getting the bag, he's young, you know, maybe he wants to, like, you know, make sure he secures it. Again, Live a still, life in LA, still, man. It's not bad. He's that's really being looked at around the world up more often. Yeah. Especially with these huge contracts with, like, Apple TV and then MLS and stuff. So you know the eyes are going to be there. So he's still young. You know what I mean? No, it, it's a couple years in LA, get, get some money coming probably in. Just, he'd probably just stay there for it's, one, it's realistically. Better, yeah. It's better than going to, like, those other, like, Saudi Arabia and then you don't really get any eyes on you. You get yeah. the money, but you got no eyes. Yeah. That's true. You know, <laughs> MLS, you got the eyes, you get some money. ML- LA is a big city. You get to enjoy a little bit. You're still young, and then enjoy a little too back, much. To <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever think yeah, that the-, the MLS could possibly become like in the top five leagues anytime in the future? You think? Maybe within the next like ten years or so, possibly. Ooh. You think so? Next ten years? Is that too? Is that realistic? I'm not sure. Maybe 10, 15 years. Oh. <laughs> One thing's for sure is you're seeing a lot of. European teams come and scout in America, you know. Talent, talent is getting better in talent MLS. I'll, I'll give it better. that. You can, but you can see it's kind of a feeder league. It's a lot of players, and obviously, if you have the opportunity to go to Europe, you're not going to take the opportunity. Yeah, Barcelona or someone like <coughs> Tajan Buchanan, who played for uh, what's what team do you play for in MLS? Revolution. New England. Belgian team comes to you. You're not going to say no. You're going to say yes, obviously. Yeah, so the thing is that, football, bro. I think that's why they're trying to bring in these better talents. Yeah. So then it's, it shows like we're we're actually like going to be a good, or not going to be, we are a good league. Mm-hmm. Would you rather stay here? Obviously, like Champions League. That's the one. That's the biggest thing. Like Club Rouge is a Champions League team. Obviously, yeah. that that's hard to say no to. That And that's the big thing for MLS is why it might not ever be in the top five because it doesn't have Champions League. My yeah. opinion. Yeah. It needs to be a league that needs to be viewed globally for it to be considered a top five. Oh, yeah. And yeah. the thing is that as long as they can still provide the quality and the talent where the nation is still pro- like producing and still ranking high national-wise, mm-hmm. look at Brazil. Their league isn't really top five, but they're growing talent week in, week out. Their national team is on fire. Mm-hmm. But as long as you can keep the quality and the c- consistent development of players coming in, no, yeah, it's, I don't care. It's whatever. If, if it's not a top five league, it's not a top five league, but you're still going to get the players coming out, and your nation's going to thrive that way. Yeah, you're exactly. You're going to see more players playing abroad, which is good because your nation's still going to get exposed, exposed exposure and recognized that, as a right? great nation. Brazil's always going to be considered as a great nation for football. Yeah, but like... Because of its history, yes, but even until maybe now, like, there's still great players coming out. Of course. Yeah, but like the thing is, like in North America, football's not seeing it as the number one sport. No. Like Brazil. Exactly. That's the culture there, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. And same thing in Europe. Biggest sport it's growing though. It's, it's growing. It's, it's growing. It's it is. It's I, growing, I always so think. Many. Sorry, I always think that by 2026, there's like the two factors that are gonna make football just grow in the U.S. Like the fact that they have, uh, well, obviously the World Cup in 2026, and also the generation that the U.S. have right now. There, a lot of them are youngsters with great potential. That by 2026, the U.S. should be a pretty good team, pretty good nation. So hopefully, these two things will push football more into the country, which m- will make. You know, more money being invested, more better development in the league. And the league, mm-hmm. like one of y'all said, like they, it could end up being kind of like the Argentinian league, the uh, Brazilian league type thing where great players are being developed. Exactly. Yeah, I, 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 th- I, I feel like MLS has its spot. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it will never be. You feel like it, like it knows like where it is. It like will where never be places, compared right? to one of the big teams, but it has its spot where like, you know what? It makes sense. Yeah. I, I agree that it should I'll, be no, up here. I don't agree with that. 
But one thing is, I think because where they started off, they were like MLS started as one of the worst leagues, maybe. Yeah, no. And they uh, they grew, they grew grew a lot past like how many leagues? I would say the Saudi Arabian League, the Brazil, not Brazilian league, the Argentinian league. I would say Mexican league. (laughs) All these, all these like decent sized leagues that they're they're passing, in my opinion. But I don't think they're they know their spot. I think they're going to keep trying to grow. I think they could get bigger than like the Belgian league, the. The nether the the, the the Netherlands the dead devies. I think they could get bigger than that, but it's just a matter of not having Champions League football. Yeah. Is that it's not, well? They do have it. They have North American, but not European. Yeah. But not having it's that European big, North uh, Champions League football mm-hmm. is not just it's just not going to bring them over the edge. But I think they could make teams better than like Club Bruges or that's crazy. I don't agree with that or Anderlecht. And I'm not saying right now. I'm saying like in in the future. <laughs> I guess so. so. It would be, so it would be like a seventh, like a top seven league type of thing where, yeah. like, you know, Eredivisie. Why not? And, I would say top. Would, they, would you say they're a top ten league right now? Mm, no, I think that's the. I no, think that's the who? goal. Okay, well, Italian league, uh, uh, English league, French league, um, German league, Spanish league. Okay. Uh, I would say Eredivisie. Portugal's Bra- always going to be there. Oh, uh, Portugal. Oh, true. Uh, I would say Turkey's ahead of them. Okay. Yeah. Brazilian league's ahead of them. Mm-hmm. Um, the I'd Belgian say, league I'd might be Argentina ahead of it. Is definitely ahead of them. I don't think. I don't think Argentinian think so. league is ahead of them. You don't think so? No. Maybe besides, like they have better. They have two. Like like Boca is probably better than all their their teams. But I don't know if the whole league is better than the MLS. I think there's better quality with it. But better in terms of what? Because I feel like 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 an Argentinian league, like the teams from there, they produce more talent than teams from the MLS. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, they produce more talent, but are the teams better? I'd say so. I don't know. That's the thing. There's a there's so many factors. Whenever you talk about like the level of a league, like are you talking about the level that's being displayed on the pitch, the size of the clubs, yeah. uh, the marketing, you know, all this History. stuff. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. like of course, yeah. yeah, they're not going to be like comparable to a Boca Junior. No, exactly. I think mm-hmm. I think the goal is to, for me, I would say the best thing for them is to be you know, like a t- named as a top ten league. That should be the goal. I don't think you should. You should obviously strive for more, but I think that should, that's a realistic goal to be. Yeah. And I think the 2026 World Cup is going to be huge for that. Yeah, look at nowadays. Everyone around the world is influenced by what? America. Especially, you know, us, you know Amer- uh, the, the States. Mm-hmm. Social media. Everyone around Europe watches people doing things here in, you know, the States. Not just football, not just soccer, but everything around the world. Yeah. All type of social media. Everyone watches things that happens here in North America. <laughs> yeah, that's how it is. Yeah, all right. Everyone wants. To, everyone wants to come to America. Everyone wants to be or do the things that America is doing because it's the greatest, you know, nation. You know, everything. So, I think having eyes in the twenty twenty six World Cup is going to be huge. And you knowing us and knowing how you know the states are, social media is a huge platform and thing that can boost so much and grow so much. So I think it's going to be able to. Definitely take advantage of all that stuff. Social media is going to blow it out of the water, I think. Where more people around Europe are going to, you know, maybe we should start looking into the MLS. Maybe we should start looking into some, uh, these Canadian or American players, these Mexican players. You know, maybe my team, like, not saying Manu, but for an example, a Manu fan says, oh, look, this American guy here in the MLS, he's doing so good. Maybe I want him on my team. Something like that, you know? So I think 2026 is going to be crucial for the development and the growth of football here. Yeah, for sure. The states. Do you guys America. think uh, MLS needs to integrate integrate uh, relegation, or do you guys think that's not really feasible? That's that's a good question. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? What do you guys think? I actually don't know. It's. I, I just don't think it's ever gonna happen. Like, uh, 
for example, the owner of Dynamo, like going back to Houston, they're going to finish last every time, but they're going to keep bringing that revenue as little as it might be. Yeah. And so all these smaller clubs are going to say no. And it's going to help the league a lot in terms of level. And, and well, it's just not going to happen, though. I just don't see the the MLS just agreeing to do it just yeah. for, yeah. for Again, money it, perspective. Exactly. Yeah. It's a business at the end of the day. No one, mm-hmm. especially me in the bottom of the table, the food pyramid or the whatever, you don't want, I don't want to be pushed aside now. I spent all this money. Like you're saying like Houston Dynamo just got a new owner mm-hmm. and now I'm going to get relegated. No. Right. So obviously it makes football better because of, you know, it's more, you have more to lose basically. Yeah. Right. So yeah. you're going to try harder, do better, invest more. But you know, day, if you're making money, money talks, right? I don't think I agree. I would love to have it. You don't want to have it at all. <laughs> no, I don't think like it's needed. You don't think no. so? I think maybe it makes like the, the bottom six more uh, interesting. But it's usually like, but like if you use it as an example, at like the Prem, it's, it's usually like the same six teams that win or that finish in like the top six. That's true. Uh, but the only thing is with <coughs> for the MLS, <laughs> the cough, <laughs> for the MLS, is, is it, it's too American. It's a run. Too American-y, if that's a word. Yeah, it's too Americanized. Too Americanized, yeah, that's the word I was looking for. All the other sports because, in America. I mean, it, it might not be a bad thing because, as you see, America is usually, like, the best in what they do. Like, mm-hmm. you don't see an NBA anywhere. Like, you'll see, like, the Spanish League, but it's not it's not going to be as good as the NBA. Same thing for NHL and, and every sport, so on, so on. So, I could see why they don't have the relegation. I don't think it's needed too much. But, yeah, it could help, like, uh, like teams not want to get relegated, but I don't think it's going to matter too much for those the bigger teams. But like, even then, like, the way it works now is, like, they have, like, a draft lottery system, right? Yeah. What big talents come out of these drafts? <laughs> like, could you guys, I like, name, like, all, like, a talent that went, like, big? I can't that was drafted one. to the MLS? No. I can't think of it. They usually right? go right through the academy, like, straight to the academy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah I mean, Houston bronze. usually gets, like, one of the best picks since we're always finishing last, and yeah, I could yeah, not exactly. name you one player that made it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if he was a draft or not, but he came from university. Yeah. He was in Syracuse, then he went to New England. But it's like... It, it's different little. than the way like like the NBA works because you'll have like yeah. like the top three. like They're obviously going to make to the NBA and it's a big chance that they'll be a star, right? Yeah. Like, like, you don't they, see the same they, thing. They, in they have heavy weight on the team. It's yeah. different if it's like, oh, these players are being drafted to like the biggest teams in the world of soccer. True. Like, the NBA is the best in basketball. Yeah. yeah. So when you see kids at 16, 17, they're always going to be... Looked at as like great talents because they're going right into the best league in that sport. You know what I mean? They're gonna be playing with the best of the best, and they're gonna ex- they're gonna be a big factor to this team because they're the best at their age, especially coming out of university or college, or whatever. That's the biggest thing with with that. Like that's the thing though. When it comes out, you're gonna be playing into the be- into the best league. That's where you start hearing more things and more of that. But you know, <coughs> soccer is different. Soccer, you're developed at a young kid, and you're going to professional teams at 15. 16, you're still in high school. <laughs> yeah. You don't go to yeah. college, university. Yeah. It's different in Europe. Uh, at the end of the day, everyone's, it's everyone's goal as a footballer to go to Europe. Yeah, for and sure. And play yeah. in Europe. So if MLS is a stepping stone to that, which it is in my opinion, it's not a bad thing. At least uh. I feel like MLS is has a spot and it's still growing. So who knows what can happen from there. Yeah. But yeah. Who's, who's, the, who's the winner this year? Who's winning the MLS? Yeah, what do you have for? Oh, for MLS. Yeah. Mm. Like who, what were you going to ask? 
I was going to say who you guys got. Well, I was going to say who you guys got winning the World Cup. Oh, World Cup. Geez. I'd be right to it. I'm sure uh, the Argentine man has Argentina. Yeah, winning, definitely right? Argentina. Argentina. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. Like, I, what are we, 33 games unbeaten? It's it's a Damn. pleasure to be watching us right now. And we play tomorrow. So hopefully by the time this is posted, it will be 34 games. Mm-hmm. Jeez. We'll Damn. Who are you guys facing again? Uh, Jamaica first and then Honduras. Oh, it should be Top, easy wins, don't, no? Yeah, Top easy. Don't judge. Don't, don't judge. I know we're going to stat pad, but we can't play anybody from the World Cup because that's just not how it works. You know, because yeah. you could be facing them in the World Cup. Yeah. Do you think this is like the best Argentina's team you've seen? Uh, I got to I gotta say, like on, on paper, we're not even like you look at some of the players. They, they could be better players. There's been better players on paper, but the way we play as a team, the way everybody connects, the chemistry that we have in the locker room as well, this is probably the best Argentina has played in my lifetime. I don't know, at least since I started watching football. Because I watched, you know, starting 2010, that, that World Cup that was all over the place with Maradona. 2014, that was a similar case where if you look at the squad on paper in 2014, we didn't have the best players on paper. No, but we played all. really, really good. Like, you look at the squad that started in the final, and you're like, how mm-hmm. did... You know how did they get here? Yeah, it's like but Marcos just, Rojo, Bilia, yeah, bro. Like, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. you had a you had a curse mark player, Higuain. Yeah, I know. I, I know. Let's not bring... <laughs> like, those guys were cursed, man. I know. Someone Let's not bring that up. On them. It was the rat tail. <laughs> I know. I'm I'm like super close to ending this phone uh, this call. If you guys bring up Higuain <laughs> one more time, <laughs> <That's>, uh... <laughs> but yeah, it's a similar case. In two, 2018, we were all over the place. So maybe this squad rivals the 2014 squad. Uh, on on terms oh, of how we're playing, the level wise, you know. Yeah. Do you think this is Argentina's uh, best lineup? Like, do you think that they could call anyone else up? Like, would you switch anyone out or in? Or uh, just well, do you the, think this is the best? The fact that it the fact that it got pushed to now it's instead of twenty three players, it's twenty six. So that yeah. helps us out a lot because there's a lot of uh, talents that have been kind of making a name for themselves in the last few months, like Enzo Fernandez from Benfica. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then just other players that are just kind of coming out as well. Foyt is another maybe, but I think our squad is mostly set, other okay. than like maybe two to three players like Joaquin Correa. Uh, Dybala is probably going to make it now with his run of form. Yeah, he's been great. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I think team. our squad is mostly set. And so Fernandez just got called up, so that's a that's a big name right there. Yeah, he's a talent. Mm-hmm. So you got Argentina winning then the World Cup. The I, I can't. World Cup. I can't I'm say anything. I was like, <laughs> Dang, I wasn't aware we're having a twenty-four. I'm in the Neither. future, man. <laughs> what do you got, Chris? Yeah. I... Uh huh. No, go ahead. Finish. Finish what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. It's it's gotta be Argentina. I can't, if I if I said any other country, I would be betraying my 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 own country. I can't say anything else. This is non-biased, right? I, honestly, it's not a bad take because <laughs> they're pretty damn good. <laughs> so, if not Argentina, then who's another club? Who's your, maybe yeah, who's another who's team? Your second pick. I mean, France could literally play their backup and and still yeah. be a contender. Spain has that weird thing where like they got they got a lot of experienced players, but at the same time they got a lot of youngsters who are playing their first World Cup. Uh, yeah. I don't know, you know, Germany, Brazil, obviously. The thing with Brazil, I don't fear them as much because Jeez. you know we just we just saw that we you know they're beatable at least. We just saw it on paper. They look amazing. They have so much talent, but yeah. I think if this Argentina side were to face Brazil. It's not gonna be on their mind. They're like, oh shoot, we play Brazil, and you know, it's not gonna undermine no, them because right. we just beat them. So, you know, the confidence gotta be, it's gotta be up there. So, yeah, yeah. they were supposed to play again, like I think in September, like uh, beginning oh, of September, shit. but the game got canceled for some reason. 
Oh yeah, say, yeah, yeah. That's been going like all over the place, like postponed and then canceled again and then postponed. Yeah, they were. They never are gonna play that game. So it's yeah. Who who, who backed out? The Brazilians or the Argentinians? I have no like different <laughs> sources say different things. Apparently, the problem was with us because the Premier League stopped like three of our players from being called up. Oh yeah. It's I don't know. There's so many different sources say a lot of different things. So I don't know what happened. I'm just. I'm kind of happy that we didn't play them. Let's just show them what we got in the World Cup, you know? Damn, different mindsets. Yeah, I think Argentina yeah. is better than Brazil, to be honest. Yeah. Is that who you got to winning? No, I don't got Arge I don't got either of them winning. I think Brazil is a bit overrated. Overrated. Yeah. I, I think their front three kind of like carries their name a little bit. Think so? Yeah. How so? I don't. I don't know. I don't like. I don't think the team is like crazy good. Like their midfield is is Casimiro, Paqueta, and uh, Guimaraes. That's not crazy good. But it works. <laughs> It's good, it but works, like I, I think if you come up against like Germany, like with Kimmich, Goretzka, and whoever they have as the third. See, yeah, those guys are engines, but they, ha but they don't have what Brazil has. What? Flair. Okay. Passion. <laughs> well, well, Passion? Passion? Yeah, good enough. <laughs> I don't know. Germany has a number, man. They don't have that. I, th I, think, I think they lose to Germany. I think they lose to Spain. What? I think they lose to, I think they would lose to Argentina again. What? Would they lose to Italy? At least, at least. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think they lose to Canada. No, I'm joking. Jeez, but, uh, but who's your pick? Who's your pick to win? No, I got uh, Spain. Spain? Why? Young team. I don't know. A lot of young players coming in. Usually when uh, Barca's balling, Spain's balling, and Barca's been balling, so Spain's going to ball out in the you World Cup. You know it. You know Barca's been balling. Say that one more time. I want to hear it again <laughs> from your mouth. Nah, that's about it. <laughs> also, Luis Enrique, great gaffer, too. Yeah, right? unreal Probably gaffer. Probably the best gaffer at the tournament, at the tournament I think, in my opinion. For him to yeah, he's up there. for him to do what he did in the Euros with again another young team, well, you know, new players to that team as well, and they sh in my opinion they should be early. <coughs> but yeah, uh, yeah I uh, I agree with Fatty. Yeah, the only shaky part about Spain is their center backs. They don't have like a, a proper good proper center back they pairing. They have Laporte and Hermoso, but they don't have. Uh, I don't don't mention Eric Garcia. That guy. What do you mean, bro? He's not he's good. Been, he, bro, he's been good this season. No, he's not uh, good. If he comes up against a, a top striker, he's, he's not getting, doing nothing. He's what, getting waffled. What about bro. Spain's front line, though? I don't. Yeah. What about their What about their striker? Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't they have know a striker problem. But, but for, uh, what? Ferran Torres. They have a striker problem, obviously, but like it's never been an issue for them before. Look at their like you like you were saying, 2010, Spain. Sask. They had Sask. They played David Silva as a false nine. They played Iniesta as a, a winger, left mid, left wing. Yeah, it was almost one bro, with they no done, they could, You can do anything with the six yeah, mids. Bro, like when you have that much talent, like you can okay, play no, anywhere, that's bro. Five. That's you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think I mean, they that's have not talent. an issue. And they have talent off the bench that they could play. Look at Antofati. You can play striker. If, if, if he's fit, bro. If he's fit, hopefully. <laughs> you know. And Morata's in good form. I know you guys are going to say, ha-ha, no, Morata, but Morata's good form. wrong. And they have quality players, so I trust in Enrique. I think he's gonna be able to you know, <coughs> adjust this team, put these players in the right uh, position. The mentality is there. Yeah. They're all ballers. And again, like what, what Spatty said, when Barca's doing good, when this team is doing good, Spain does good. So that's my pick too. Oh, me personally, bro, like a little bias, bro. A little, bi a little bias. All we hear every t every episode is Barca, uh, <laughs> Brazil. This, yeah, Brazil. I mean, that. All we do, all we hear is Barca. Nah, bro, bro, man, that's bro, I think this is Brazil's time, man. Like we're seeing. Is it? Every, bro. every every year, every World Cup is Brazil's. Yeah. Bro, like, their best players are all on form right now. Neymar, arguably the best player in the world right now. Vini, baller. Okay. You have two amazing keepers in Alisson and Ederson. But you only need one. They could do the job either way. Two. Yeah, but but two. Okay, go continue. The only, <laughs> the only gripe I have with Brazil is the fullbacks. That's the only problem. Yeah. Because they have 
Danilo could be starting, Henan Lodi, Alex Tellez. Lodi, one of those three. Danny Alves. Danny Alves I suggest, right back. I, I suggest you put Alexandra left back and Danilo's a right back, and I promise you'll win the World Cup. Just trust me. Danilo. This guy's trying to sabotage over here. Nah. Especially Alexandro, definitely start him. Oh. <laughs> nah, but with Brazil, like, I'd like to see them start a three at the back. They have so many because quality center backs they, to do so. Played that before, though. They kind of, they have like a little bit. Like they'll have, uh, I think it was like a, like six months back or something. Like when they're going through the run of games, they that's, had that's six months. Like Lodi, like kind of as like a wing back and will like tuck into the mm-hmm. mid. Is Lodi then, what he still is though? He kind of dipped. No, it's just one player, for example. But yeah, okay. But I don't know. Like Brazil, it would be interesting to see a back three because you have Thiago Silva, Marquinhos, Militao. Possibly Gabriel Magalhães. You have so Bremer. Bremer. Like, there's a lot of options in the center back mm-hmm. department. Fullbacks, not so much. The midfield, midfield's pretty decent. Quality. It's all, like, it's decent. I wouldn't say it's the best in the World Cup, the, but uh, it's, it's decent. It's, it's not it's the decent. best, it's decent. You have Casemiro, you have it's Fabinho, five, it's possibly though. a sub. Paqueta works well with Brazil. Yeah. Bruno G is good for Brazil as well. And then attackers, Vini, Neymar. Oh, no, yeah, they're the best front three Afinha, in the World Cup. Like, yeah, he's Bro, I, I could see it coming, bro. I could see that hexa, bro. That's the best front three in the World Cup. Yeah. Do you agree? Do you agree with that? I, don't I mean, that Lautaro's on. He's always great for Argentina. Then Messi. I don't gotta say anything Messi. about Messi, Lautaro, Martinez, and Di Maria. If that's the front three, the goals are gonna come. And the group stage, we're gonna we're gonna demolish everybody. At least in the Jeez. group stage, for sure. You think Di gets a start or no? It's it's very tough because he's so similar to Messi in terms yeah. of play style, but we've seen but we've seen it work. Uh, I think it was versus Estonia. Uh, they connected very very well, and I feel like whenever if you just got that like goat like football brain, you just you don't think it just it flows. It happens, and we saw if you guys go back to watching DiBala and Messi connect together, even though DiBala only played like maybe second half, it's just mm-hmm. these two understood each other because they just have an understanding of the game that is so high up there that even if they clash and play in the same position. They can make it work, so it's it's gonna be a maybe. Uh, we'll see. These two games are gonna decide a lot. Yeah, it's kind of sad because we we know that like Dybala is better than like. Okay, well, I'm not saying, saying I'm not, no, no, not Messi. No, oh, I'm not saying, saying I'm not saying that. I'm saying like words. over his his whole career, like he's been probably in their top three of uh, forwards, <laughs> but like his injury wise, they like, could just always out, and he can never really get a connection with the like that front three. And can never get into that squad. Do you wait? Yeah, do you agree it, with him being a top? Like, uh, I think he's better than Lotaro, in my opinion. I, I would say so, but the the thing with DiBala, he's never been able to implement his way into the into Argentina because of some comments, and not, not a lot of not a lot of people know about this. Whenever he started for Argentina, like it was his first few games playing for Argentina, he came out in the press conference afterwards, and he said mistakenly, so he said, "I find it hard playing with Messi," mm. which yeah, that, that got taken that. out of context. Yeah, he meant. You know, we play in the same role, we clash, and it's it's tough. But like, you know, yeah. it just got taken out of context. But yeah. people are saying, "How are you going to find it hard to play with Messi? He's one of the goats. Who are you? What are you saying?" So he <laughs> just got put in the bench. He was given 18 minutes in the whole World Cup, the last one, 2018. Yeah. He had more he had more goals that season than he had minutes at the World Cup. And uh, yeah, he just had to pay for what he say. And I think that was a huge mistake. Like stuff just got taken out of context and. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, he paid. But now that we have a new manager who accepted him, and hopefully we'll see it work. But yeah, I do agree with uh, t- probably you said top three players in Argentina or forwards. I uh, just forwards. Yeah, probably. I mean the the thing is, I, I don't know how how much he can function like on the right wing if you were to 
or maybe even as a striker because it's been such a long time since so he's actually played like a, as a yeah, true number nine. His, what would be his position? <clears throat> Usually as a second striker, but Argentina doesn't play like that. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, <laughs> no, because Messi. That's Messi's role basically. Yeah, if they have Messi, Lautaro, and DiBala starting for let's say, what is that? Three in, three up top, but how do you work that? Maybe oh, just uh, with Messi as like a ten, just behind DiBala and Lautaro Martinez, with Lautaro just being the true number nine and. Messi as a cam, Dybala as a false nine type thing, leaning more towards the right side. Not sure. Uh, what would your uh, starting 11 be if you're a coach? Uh, pretty much the same starting 11 that's been lately. You know, yeah. you got to have Dibu Martinez as your goalkeeper, Molina on the right with uh, Acuna, which made a name for himself. It was always Taglafico at left back. Yeah, then yeah. Otamendi. Kind of fell off and, though, eh? Yeah, uh, but... People, there's a lot of players who haven't been performing too well for their club. For example, even Marti uh, Martinez, he he's had some questionable games so far yeah. this season in the Premier League. But I think whenever they bounce back and they go back to the to Argentina to the nation, like it's just completely different. Like it's a yeah. reset yeah. button, you know. So yeah, Teclafico. Then the center back duo has got to be Romero and uh, Otamendi. He Otamendi got yeah. He received so much criticism, like you know, with the years and everything, like. A lot of people just didn't want him to start or to mm -hmm. get too much playtime, but he made a name for himself. Bro, and proved remember, haters wrong. I remember what it was the last Champions League. What? He, he, they were uh, they were facing a top club, and like mm -hmm. he was bossing it. He was stopping everyone from from like. Was it Juve? Was it Juve? I don't think it was the last Champions. Was it last Champions League they played Benfica? No, I think it was the one before. It was what? It was a very recent one where he was just like, I'm like, ultimately not gonna do anything. But this guy was like everywhere. I can't remember now, but yeah. The guy was everywhere. How old is Otamendi now? It's, like, it's still quality. He's, he's probably like 33, 32. Yeah. Still quality though. Sounds man. about right. Yeah. Still quality. He's a bulldog. Yeah, he's he'll he's just that type of player. He'll, he's gonna get, he'll he be there get for in a couple your head. years. That's the type of player he is, right? So. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so finish it off. What's in the mid looking like? That's probably the toughest uh, because we have Paredes who can be a great like playmaker, even as a producer type thing, like like a number six. The uh, mm. Paul has to be there for sure. He proves his name like in the Copa America. 100%. And I probably, and then it's between Los Celso and Enzo Fernandez. But Enzo Fernandez hasn't had a, a chance to prove himself in the team just yet. He's doing mm -hmm. great club wise, but uh, we'll see how Scaloni plays. And then the top three can, he can alter. Like Nicolas Gonzalez, not the biggest name, but he always, like, he functions well with the team. And if you want to put Messi and Lautaro Martinez, that's like your front three with Nicolas Gonzalez. That could be there. Di Maria could either be like a super sub or, or he mm -hmm. can also start and then rotate with Nicolas Gonzalez. But yeah, that would be, I don't know. There's no place for Dybala. That's unfortunate. I just noticed. That's the problem. Um, eh? We'll see. We'll see what the manager does. Yeah. Super sub. It's a good problem to have. Well, yeah, yeah, it is. For sure. Uh, yeah. You got Joaquin Correa can put the goals <laughs> away. Uh, Dybala as well. And whether like if Los Celso starts, then you have Enzo, Enzo Martinez as Enzo Fernandez, sorry, as your as your super sub as well. Let's see. Hey, you guys have a lot of firepower. Yeah, hopefully it all team. works out. Apparently, uh, Brazil they could play uh Argentina in the semis if everything aligns properly. Eh? Damn, eh? That'd be a good semifinal. That would be match. something. Would be I think, it, yeah, match. they're expected to top the group. We're expected to top the group. If both of those things happen and then we keep winning the games, that would be a, that would be the semifinal match. Yes. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I think Argentina takes them. What, what final, what, what what matchup in the finals would you like to be? I want to see Portugal versus Argentina finals. Everyone wants is to Is that see possible? That. If that's possible and if that happens, the best way for them both to go out. Is the GOAT debate settled? 
for whoever I the winner is. I think it would be, right? You think so? Would you agree? Would it no, be like, because if one wins, the other team's going to be like, oh. Yeah, but they're like both going in with like quality squads, you know? Both captains, both, you know, at the edge of, you know, their final days. I think I, that would I think, be like really like, and, stars. You'll see a Netflix yeah. series on this. <laughs> in the social aspects of it, like people would, whoever wins, that'll be like the biggest argument that you can bring. Oh yeah, but this guy, my goat, beat your goat in the World Cup final, so they're they're good. But overall, you can't decide as as the it's the biggest event ever, and it will be the craziest game in the world, like mm-hmm. in history possibly. But you can't put the whole goat debate in just one game because after all, it's one game. Yeah. Like for example, I can. Uh, Bringing back, going back to 2014, had Higuain scored his chance, yeah. Then Messi, <laughs> like, let's say he scores that one, it's one zero. Then Messi goes on to win the World Cup. Like nothing else was different. It's just Higuain's shot went in. Yeah. Uh, but you know, you can't put the whole go debate in just one game. You know, because there's true. a lot of aspects. Yeah. For sure, very, very true. Um, speaking about debates, how did you start off with you know? Your account, the yeah. football. How did that account form, bro? Tell us. That's such such a good segue. Um, <laughs> See how I did that? That was good. <laughs> well, three three years ago, uh, I took inspiration from two other accounts. So three or four years ago, I used to follow an account called Bad Football Opinions, uh, okay. pretty big account nowadays. And then there, mm-hmm. at the time, there was also another account called Good Football Opinions. So one of them used to kind of just roast and make fun of really bad opinions, and the other mm-hmm. one did the opposite. It was like they found a really good opinion or a really good debate just yeah they would praise that person uh and i just yeah yeah so i just wanted to have an account where it could be the middle you know like Mm -hmm. these opinions aren't bad or good we're just gonna have a good time debating um and it's a friend of mine just brought up we should make a football account and uh he made his i made mine and then here i am three years later balling it up doing well for yourself thank you (laughs) but no it's crazy like uh We've we've definitely gone through your account. We've seen a lot of uh, debatable. Yeah, we get a lot of topics like from your account. We do get a lot Mm -hmm. of topics from your account. So thanks again uh, for all you've done for us (laughs) and you do for the community, basically. But um, what are like your aspirations? What do you you know? What's your next goal? What kind of you know is pushing you now to kind of you know keep this momentum or you know? Gotcha. Uh, It's very weird because I always try to think of. uh, like, I, I always try to balance my aspirations. Like, I have very high hopes to, like, in the future, I would love to work with football. and But at the same time, I can't lose track of what I'm doing day to day, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but to answer your question, like, in terms of aspiration, I just want to work with football. And uh, I get inspired a lot by people who are in the football business, uh, either as an analyst or a pundit or something like that. that. Just because they started a football account, they got an audience, and now they're, you know, where they are. Um, but yeah, I would love to work with football, talking about it, debating about it, whatever it is. But I, again, I try to take everything day by day. That's amazing. So, have you had, uh, like any like big professionals, like DM you or like say anything about your account? I, I don't think so. I, I, a lot of times I check out who's been liking my stuff and I'll, yeah. I'll find a random like premier league player just liking or commenting or just having a fight with somebody no <laughs> on a certain debate but it's I, I don't think any big names yeah i don't think so is there like one that comes to your head maybe like one that like stood out like oh snap like they liked like Mar- they liked my post like yeah. you know what i mean like we had players I, like what like uh zanetti like our post zico before. liked our story or Zico's something like that. so it's really cool when you see those for sure yeah 
Yeah, yeah. No, I don't I don't think so. I don't think I can tell you like the biggest name. Probably some players from like the biggest has been either like Benetti or Brighton. And that's like uh because Instagram just it, this is kind of like a new thing where you can like go into your notifications and hit it like which verified person like myself or stuff. That wasn't oh, a thing yes. before. You're right. So maybe it happened in the past and I just wasn't aware of it. I don't know. True. Okay, that's cool. That's amazing. Yeah, like congratulations to everything you've done so far. Like it looks like it's going really well for you. And um, we certainly take a lot of inspiration from you as well. Um, we bring a lot of those topics here. Um, but yeah, like any... Uh, any other questions? I'm not too sure. Did your uh, your account got banned or suspended at one point? No. Yeah. So after like maybe two years of being on Instagram, I had the the highest the account has been was like eighty three thousand. You know, I was very happy doing what I was doing. Mm. Uh, and then I think just due to so many violations, but they were it wasn't anything big. I think it was just the uh, accumulating small violations, and some of them were very ridiculous. Like I could be talking <laughs> to like. I could be talking to a friend, uh, just having a football debate, and mm -hmm. like, I don't know. I think I told a friend of mine once, like, if you don't, I get, I don't know, if you don't do this, I'm gonna go to Germany and beat you up, something like that. So, <laughs> yeah, like just joking, <laughs> fucking around with a friend. Yeah. And uh, Instagram sees this, I was like, oh, you're threatening physical abuse in this guy, especially when you have a higher, high, uh, mm -hmm. family account. Right? Yeah, yeah. High yeah. High so school. yeah, it's very it's dumb. Very, it's, very yeah, yeah. Instagram sees this as like. I'm physically abusing this guy in like a threat. So it's like, hey, there's your first punishment. And then just by playing around or saying stuff like that with your friends, like all of a sudden you have so many violations that either your account gets banned or you get shadow banned or something along those lines. Um, so yeah, it did get, I, it got shadow banned. Uh, I don't know for how long, I think for like a month. And I got sick and tired of waiting for mm -hmm. it to be on shadow mm -hmm. banned. And like, and I just wanted to, my stuff to reach the right amount of people because yeah. it was only reaching like maybe one third of my audience and i That's also wasn't amazing. growing yeah it was very annoying so i just went ahead and created an account all, like all over again and somehow like it's it's been maybe five six months and we're already mm -hmm. back at almost where we were like i think today amazing. we reached 69k which you. is i don't know how it happened it's crazy you have a, you, you you catch the people's eye i guess yeah. you know it's like at the end of the day that's what brings you know attention and people there's not another account right. like yours there isn't there really is yours is very very thank unique you. and i like it a lot of yeah course. thank and you a lot of people do so um how do you manage it is it hard to you know uh come up with these with, with these topics do you get a lot of inspiration from other people do people reach out i obviously have seen like you you reached out people reached out to you to you know mm -hmm. give you some questions or some things to talk about so you i manage like an it abundance you have in your mind all the time no i uh for the most part i wake up early in the morning and i, I go on twitter like a regular person does and if a debate catches my eye i'll talk about it um but at this point also the fact that like the account is so big a lot of people want their stuff published on my account so people will write either threads or have their own debates and like hey can this feature in your post and if i see that it's interesting enough you know in the beginning it was a little bit tougher to find content because i was such a small mm -hmm. account people wouldn't reach out to me so either i had to make my own or but now it's kind of like an account for the people so whatever i find on twitter or whatever people send me it's like okay you want your voice heard let's have at it you know like here you go amazing 
that's how you know you grow and you let people around you grow so yeah. the community grows at the end of the day right do people ever like hit you up in the dms like yo i'll pay you like this amount if you post my thread from twitter <laughs> or whatever Does that happen? no 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 i no because they know that I, I post them for free you know it's it's an account for the people and like if you have a debate as long as it's not something ridiculous as long as it's something that will get people talking i'm like i'll post it i don't mind at all mm -hmm. that's what keeps it going you know <laughs> you're right you're right that's dope we saw on your account you had a like a little shirt giveaway. I think it was the Barca signed kit by a few players. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, so, happen? oh my God, I had the summer of my life. Um, <laughs> Sounds like it, bro. Jesus. Oh well, as you can see in the background, I uh, got yeah, a couple. You see like, some more yeah. signed ones. So first, Manchester City came over to play Club America for a preseason friendly, and we. We're waiting outside the hotel so that's when we got a few signatures it, there's a big they were playing america which is a mexican club and there's a big yeah. mexican fan following in my city so a lot of the football fans would go over to america's hotel not there weren't a lot of man city fans outside the hotel surprisingly enough <laughs> and people can make a joke right there if you all want but um <laughs> empty hat bro <laughs> but it was pretty easy like i think in the first few days i got bernardo silva a couple of other players then in the that's second crazy. day that's like where the big thing happened we managed to sneak into the the, ho the not the hotel the training ground like they were having a training session where only the their sponsors anybody who pays money to sponsor man city or whatever all that wow. um could watch so we managed to sneak in through the media entrance we <laughs> i showed them that i was dfo not that that matters it shouldn't matter <laughs> and the guy was like okay yeah that checks out and so he just let me in and we just that's we got all that yeah that's so sick um and to make it even crazier like because I had that great experience with Man City, I was like, can I push my luck? And can I go to <laughs> Dallas, which is like three hours away, Barcelona and Juventus were mm -hmm. playing each other. So I'm like, if I just did this with Manchester City, could I go to Juve's hotel or Barca's hotel, yeah. sneak in just like I did this and also get their signature? And surprisingly, I, I did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, with Barca, snuck into the hotel, got onto Fati. And all That's of this, so like, I'm also giving away. Like every, every every time that I do this, I take two jerseys. One of them is yeah. for me, so smart. And then I also take one to just give away to my people as a way Amazing. to like give back. Give yeah. back. That's unreal. Yeah. <laughs> what's the What's the biggest name or signature that you have there on those jerseys? So it would probably be the Manchester City because it's, uh, I mean, the Bruyne and um, Bernardo wow. Silva and Holland mm. are somewhere up there. The thing with the Man City, there's so many that yeah. uh i have to, i have to go back to the video to see which signatures which <laughs> i remember some but yeah and then in the uv one there's quadrado and vlahovic true you have Haaland, you said you don't have Haaland. yeah it's one of it's one of the the one in the man city one it's one of them i just gotta wow. find out which one amazing that's crazy damn <laughs> that's pretty shoot. sick that's uh it's a big player yeah. right is, that, is that like like uh like your most like fond like kind of football experience oh i think so yeah yeah and it's all it crazy be because it happened this all happened in like the span of two weeks like the first week with man city and then the second right away barca and uh yeah uh -huh. and the fact that like it was insane because with the barca it was a uh, ansufati and mm. that's a name that in like 10 years could be like one of the greatest you know exactly. for sure bro exactly. you never know right yeah yeah so i have that one too and it's it, this all happened in like two weeks i have no idea how it happened wow did yeah, you get butterflies? Like did any player in specific give you butterflies when you came? Went up yeah, to were you like, nervous to get? I'm, oh I my god, nervous for every with Holland, <laughs> dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was too. With Holland, it was insane because uh, he um, this machine just staring at you. It was literally <laughs> so robotic. He didn't. He didn't take pictures. <laughs> he just went from person to person, looking down, signing. Uh, I know he doesn't like personal touches, and like he, yeah. I, I've I've read that about him, so maybe that's oh, yeah. why. 
some people just like to control themselves and that's totally fine but yeah it was it gave me butterflies like dude i got fucking holland in front of me um but yeah he wasn't he wasn't taking pictures he was just like signing it was like a robot just doing work his work and then okay i gotta get back to work you know yeah that's sick that's though. amazing man maybe one day you'll get messi's and ronaldo's signature jeez well time's running out so i i gotta i, I gotta hurry oh, maybe. <laughs> no they'll be they'll be around <laughs> if they play uh, in the 2026 world cup maybe no, no, no chance. It, we'll see. Maybe they Ronaldo probably that. will try to push for it. No, forty-something-year-old Ronaldo. Well, he just came out and said that he was obviously going to be in the World Cup in the, in the next Euros, which is twenty twenty-four. Mm -hmm. Like he said, he was going to play there. You know, he was yeah. going to play. I, with Ronaldo, I, I don't know, man. Surprised, man. That should be interesting. Forty-something years old, top striker, top goal scorer. He's barely yeah. playing for his team now. Yeah, he's barely playing now, bro. Come on, <laughs> that's facts. That's facts. But uh, seeing that uh, Juve kit behind your wall, I just want to talk about Juventus a little bit. So yeah, you are going through a little bit of a dark kind of spell a right now. Bit. Would you say Nasty. you're uh, Allegri in or Allegri out? Oh, no, Allegri out. I think I only know like Good. two people who are Allegri in, and they're <laughs> probably just kidding themselves, yeah. Uh, yeah. Are you are you like Allegri out like at the end of the season or right now? No, or I mean, it ha right now? I, I know that if you sack him right now, it's like I think 36, 40 million that you have to yeah, pay lot, uh, for his contract. Yeah, I think it's 36, yeah. so... But it's also if we don't make Champions League in the league, and we also go to Europa League by finishing third, you're what probably going to lose know, a lot more than that, matter. you know? Mm -hmm, yeah. Exactly. Um, so yeah, no, I've been Allegri for a lot. I think you can go back to whenever we reassign him, and I, you can see in the caption that I was never happy with Allegri. Uh -huh. uh, I thought he was at least going to bring us domestic su success, at least a bit, you know, way better than we are now, obviously. But yeah, I don't know. I just never liked him. Long term, yeah. I like we ball, man. Dinosaur ball, yeah. Dinosaur ball, ball bro. Yeah, it's, it's insane. He's, he's, yeah, he's, we he's we a... have. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> we we have a uh, like on paper. We probably have the best team in Serie, a, uh, including the. Ooh. You think so? I mean, if everybody's at their best Close. on paper, yes, it should be, including the injured people. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Injuries, I guess. Yeah, so uh, I'm including you know the Maria Pogba, Chiesa. Oh yeah, yeah, I'd say they're definitely. Well, would you there. say that this transfer window that just passed was a good one, or was it kind of overrated? It's a. I think it's a great one, but it's it's incredible how like it's not paying off because Pogba got injured in preseason, Di Maria got you know he's getting all these small injuries and now he has mm -hmm. red cards, so like he has us still injured. So, and, yeah. and I mean it's good for Allegri because he can always bring up, oh well, I don't have my squad at their best, you exactly, know, everybody's exactly. fit, so it helps them out. But, Apparently, uh, Di Maria is yeah. not getting along with Allegri. Really, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, who, I heard who does they get along with that guy. <laughs> you can't do anything. You can't. You can't show off your skills, your natural talent. The guy's a yeah. very, very, you know, no, but pro, pro position, uh, <coughs> you know, very pragmatic. Yeah, it's, he likes to have it his way. He doesn't want you to, you know, express yourself. You can't play, especially a player like Di Maria. I think Di Maria got pissed off because Allegri like rushed them back. Well, yeah. he was injured. He like like he played that. He came on against oh, uh, wow. Benfica. Allegri like was desperate, eh? Yeah. And like he should have, he should have played. You can see how desperate Allegri is, bro. It's like he's losing hair every day. It looks like <laughs> the guy. So if Juve sack Allegri, who do they hire? Well, the three big names that I can think of is Tuchel, Pochettino, and Zidane. And uh, I'm not Tuchel's. a big fan of the first two. I'd probably just bring in Zidane if it was possible. You know, club legend already made a name for himself. Uh, manager wise, oh, like at Madrid, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I would probably bring in him if it was possible. I probably did want to hold on to uh, Legri for the <laughs> oh my god, for the year, and then they want to get Conte back. 
Conte. What is happening? You think he leaves Spurs? What yeah, is, apparently what is he's happening over here? You guys are just free. On, 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 They're going you backwards now. You guys are now. recycling. <laughs> They're going from Conte, Allegri, and then so on, and then back to Allegri. And back to Conte, and then they're going to go back to City of B. Jesus Christ. You guys are going <laughs> green, huh, over there? Recycling everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. Come on. So Allegri yeah. doesn't last the whole season? No, I, I, no. I don't know. I think, I think they're – I mean, if we keep getting losses and draws, like, within the next month, I can see him going out. But every time that somebody above Allegri speaks out about the situation, they're like, no, we're happy with Allegri. We're going to keep him. And then you got Allegri being sarcastic or being funny in the press conference. Like, if everything's okay – um, so from the looks of it, he's going to stay, uh, yeah. at least, you know, he's got a, a month and if he performs in this month, it's going to be weird. Cause, uh, he's going to stay, he's going to say if he performs in this next month coming up after the international break. Yep. Kind of annoying. But yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's got me rooting against us at some <laughs> extent. Like whenever we lost against Monza, I'm like, okay, well, at least the Lakers is going to get fired now, surely. And it right? didn't. So oh. now I gotta, you know. <laughs> <laughs> gotta wait i don't know how man never this guy's nine lives <laughs> do you think uh juve have any chance of winning the scudetto or no oh absolutely not not oh. not with uh no not with how things are no if we brought in a manager like yesterday then yeah the good thing is that a lot of like team like roma inter milan they mm-hmm. have been blowing points as well in like questionable games yeah so if you look at the table like yeah we're doing horrible but we're not even that far off and it's still very oh, early not. Mm-hmm. But yeah, with the with the way things are going on now, especially with all the players still injured, no, I don't think so. I would Napoli though, ball in man. You think they could yeah, actually win they, the league though? A lot that of would people be, say that would be I crazy, know Spatty huh? said it before, like they drop off very later on. They kind of like this, like near so, the second half season. You still think they can do it? I mean, Cavada, Kavitsa, Cavada, whatever, ball or not, bro? Yeah, no, they they surprised everybody because after losing possibly their top three most crucial players yeah. they go on they sign a bunch of people who we've never heard i've never had heard oh, of Krava before right. this mm-hmm. and uh they they're balling and not only are they winning their games they're actually playing pretty good now they beat liverpool in the champions league uh-huh. they're probably champions gonna league make too, exactly. yeah 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 so i don't know maybe this is like a the the thing with uh the the, the world cup being here is pretty soon is that all the games are pretty crowded so i think if somebody started off the league well like it's easier to keep that form going, and it also works the other way. If you started losing True. your first few games, because the games are so crowded, there's no reset button. There's no like change in there's form. No time, like you have yeah. exactly, you have a game you just lost, and now you have a game three days from now, and after that, again three three days from now for the league. So if you're in a winning form, it's easier to keep it with this like crumbled games. And mm. again, the the opposite way works just as well. Interesting. That's true. So very, very if true. not Juve winning the Scudetto, who wins it? Sorry, that's very tough. Uh, it's super early <laughs> to predict, but uh, I mean, I think on you take out Juventus it, on paper, Inter should be up there. I think it's going to be between them two again, Inter and Milan. I can probably see Napoli uh, playing worse after the World Cup, falling off a bit. Yeah, falling off. But uh, I think it's between Milan and Inter. I think a lot of great things for Milan last season. Everything that needed to happen for them to perform well happened. Like, they're just, they got a great squad, don't get me wrong, and they're mm-hmm. killing it. Uh, but it was more of a, okay, everything that needed to happen happened. And Inter just, I think they should have, could have won it. I think it's going to be Inter this year. Inter? 
Damn. Dead. Okay. I think I had Inter finishing first in my prediction. They actually they want Inzaghi's head right now though. They I know they, they want Inzaghi's him fired. trying to get out. Uh, supposedly leaving as well. They want him out. A lot of managers in the city are not doing too well. Huh? I think it's only him and Allegri <laughs> to be honest. Um, <laughs> well, that's crazy. Um, couple more questions. What is your what was your most liked topic on your accounts? Debatable football opinions. What would you say is the one of the biggest debates you've had, if not the biggest, that had the most people, you know, interactions, interactions yeah. and everything like that? What, what would you the, say? You, the, you Ronaldinho, the Ronaldinho Neymar debate will never Ooh. not spark. I can post it any day of the week at you any can time. You post that once a week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, I mean, there was a there was a thread uh, comparing Neymar and Ronaldinho, and I, I can recycle that over and over. It'll never not get people talking about it. That's probably the one. What do you got? Damn, you come put me in the spot like that. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you wouldn't. Uh, I don't know because uh, we all fell in love oh, yes. of football because of Ronaldinho. But I think 100%. when it comes to effectiveness on the pitch, I, th- I gotta Longevity. go for Neymar. I think I gotta go for yeah. I gotta go for Neymar. Prime, possibly, definitely Ronaldinho. Yeah, but in terms of like their all careers, Neymar. I would, I would agree. I agree. With you. Prime, I'm taking Ronaldinho. No questions asked. Longevity. Your Neymar over Ronaldinho, like <laughs> any other day. Even saying that hurts my heart. I can't say that. I'm taking Ronaldinho every day. Though. Sorry. Yeah. Even with the partying, I'll go party with Neymar. Neymar had a party, bro. <laughs> I know. That's true. You actually, got you got Neymar over actually, Ronaldinho. He, Neymar did not have the better career, but longevity, like like place play wise, like, the biggest thing I think. Because Ronaldinho won the better trophies, I would say. But yeah, Ronaldinho individually, also had the team. yeah, yeah, yeah I, I I agree with that. Individually, I think Neymar displayed a better level throughout his whole career but i yeah. think Ronaldinho had the better career yeah 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 I mean, yeah I, I i completely agree yeah ballon d'or talks a lot too yeah Neymar doesn't have that so mm. hey maybe the future maybe this year nah, maybe this too, year i think it's too late bro if they win the if they win the world cup he's playing like he is right now you're saying he's the best player in the world at the if moment. he wins the world cup then Vinny gets it you think so no Neymar's the best player in right joking, now in the world would you agree with that right now who's at this moment who's the best player oh Neymar, Neymar. Like with the way things started, he's incredibly Neymar. Disgusting. He's he's great. He's great. Yeah. For him to do better than you know, like we're all seeing Haaland scoring all these goals, yeah. Lewandowski Neymar. scoring all these goals, but like Neymar is not like slowly, but like in everyone's mouth, it's Haaland, Lewandowski, but Neymar is just yeah. creeping right behind all yeah. of them and doing so much. I think Messi. I think Messi. Even might be Messi. Their man. Even I'm, Messi too, bro. I saw a little uh, little picture and like. It was PSG's front three and saying like a who assisted who, who? assisted yeah, everyone yeah, yeah. 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 assisted everyone <laughs> everyone Messi and Neymar assisting everyone and Pop is assisting no zero, one zero zero, zero. Bro. I was like what the <laughs> I'm like in my head I'm like I just realized that and Pop is a brat like, oh, one opportunity in, okay. the cha- in the Champions League I think was it in the Champions League where he can just sweat it off to yeah, yeah. didn't pass yeah. it. that guy is the biggest brat do you agree. <laughs> I agree. Uh, I I gotta say I love. Okay, there's like that little clash between Mbappe and Messi, and I gotta rep my Argentinian you know colleague. So I would love to bash on Mbappe, but I did see today this data that apparently he has like 3.2 expected assists. It's just he's been getting really? unlucky, um, and I think the media is just using that like, oh, he hasn't been assisting, he doesn't pass the ball. Yeah, which is true to some extent, but I don't think mm-hmm. it's so black and white. Like I think yeah, he's a little bit of a spoiled brat if you can see by his movements and. <laughs> And uh-huh. sometimes you don't pass in the ball. And, like, I don't know if you saw, but, like, he didn't yeah. follow up an exactly. attack one time because they didn't pass in the ball. Yeah. So he's a little bit of a spoiled brat, but uh, he's also been getting unlucky with uh, assists. And that graph 
of Messi, Neymar, Mbappé <laughs> assists, like it definitely didn't help his reputation. No, no, no. especially no. when you can see yeah. it physically. Like, wow, yeah, that's so true. Yeah. Wow. I mean, his favorite player is Ronaldo, CR7. So, I mean, if anything, he is copying what he does. <laughs> yeah. Right. Adapting the yeah. attitude, I guess. Right? Right? You gotta adapt everything to be the best. <laughs> right. But um, who do you yeah. think uh, is gonna retire the better player, Mbappé or Holland? Oh my God. That's that's such a tough one, but uh, especially because it's, it's they're still so early on in the career. But mm-hmm. um, I still think Mbappe is definitely the better player all around. Like he yeah. can do a lot more than scoring. Haaland is better in, in that term of like he's a killer in the box. I think Haaland will finish with the most goals. Mbappe will have the better career and possibly go down as a better player. As much as I hate to say it, but yeah. yeah. Interesting. Who you guys got? <laughs> I think Mbappe has to change his attitude. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. but does he have a right to be like this kind of cocky? He's got a World Cup <laughs> at what nineteen when he won it. At some point, like it's get it's too cocky. Like, yeah, you're I too mean, cocky. Look at Messi for an example. This guy's won yeah. how many Ballon d'Ors? How many trophies? Too many. How bro. many everything? Too many. And he's still a humble guy. I mean, no, Ronaldo's cocky. He won like just as much. Yeah, but but he was the best player in the world. No, I know Messi is, but whatever. So, like, why do you have to be cocky? You don't have to be. That's something you you. It Learn, comes I with, guess. you know, like it's. <laughs> I guess so. I don't know. He won I, a World Cup at, at what? Hold. Nineteen. Nineteen. Yeah, which yeah. is crazy. You don't think that gets to your head? At the end of the day, that's the pinnacle of football. Yeah. I think Messi would trade in everything trophy he has to win the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would do the same in my in my opinion. Nah, you wouldn't yeah. trade his gold medal. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, going on with that, you do have a channel called Debatable Football Opinions. We're gonna end off the podcast with some debatable football opinions. So we'll start off with that, as we were just saying. Would okay. you rather win the treble or win the World Cup? Ooh. Easy, easy World Cup, easy. Yep. Yeah. I if I was Messi, like I think he's actually said this as well. Like, he would trade everything, every mm-hmm. trophy he's won with Barcelona or PSG for the World Cup. Yeah, that's that's everything for us, you know. Hundred percent. A bond or to that treble. I'm trading yeah, yeah, yeah. everything. Cup, I'm trading my yeah, house. I would too. Bro, the World Cup just hits different, man. I'm it's trading my wife and kids. Especially. How, how, about, <laughs> how about if you have the treble, a bondor, and you add a Copa America in there? I told you. No, no, no. You you could keep adding. Like, I'll give okay, away good. everything. I think I'll sacrifice my own life for Argentina <laughs> yeah. for the World Cup. Yeah. I sacrificed my life for <laughs> Pakistan. <laughs> but no, I'm, yeah, I'm signing everything except my soul. Yeah. You take everything else I have. He, he He'll give it away. <laughs> yeah, I think, bro. Jesus. Like every player, I think just thinks that like the yeah. World Cup is like the top. It's the pinnacle. It's right? the pinnacle of football. Because like bringing it's, home it's that weird. trophy to your country, to your nation, must be a mm-hmm. completely different feeling. Not bro. even a pinnacle of football. Yeah. It's the pinnacle of any sport. It's the biggest big, yeah. sport in the world. Everyone tunes in to football. You don't have to like football. You don't have to like soccer, but you know there's player people all around the world who are watching this. Yeah, from everywhere. So. You say what's the World Cup? Everyone's gonna know what the World Cup is. So I don't know, hundred percent. We'll take that. Yeah, it, it, um, it's funny you bring that up because uh, Dembele went through an interview like maybe two days ago, and they asked him, "Would you rather win the World Cup again or or win a Champions League for Barca?" I and he that, said the yeah. latter. Yeah, oddly enough. Yeah, that was interesting. I mean, I guess maybe when players like already <laughs> achieve that, they're like, "Okay, that's that's the best I could do. Move on to something else that I haven't won." You know what I mean? Nah, yeah, I think it's or maybe he's just trying to please the Barca fans. You know, he sounds good by saying that. Maybe, yeah, for I sure, so. that too, right? He also said that uh, Coleman did a lot for him, which is a joke, injury wise. I <laughs> <laughs> mean, that doesn't mean much. Um, well, what's the biggest team? Another one. What's the biggest team in Italy? Juve, 
or Milan? <laughs> I gotta say, like it <laughs> sucks that we went through so many losses in the Champions League finals. I gotta say Milan, just because you gotta win, you make ooh, it to the final ooh, so ooh, many ooh. times. You gotta, you gotta. Nobody remembers the second place, you know. You're right. You're so right. I, remember, I remember it. Champions League carries a lot of weight. <laughs> course who's, how many... who's the second i can name neil armstrong no, no. as the first person in the moon no one can tell you who's the second person to make it in the moon exactly yeah. right oh, that's true yeah right so mm-hmm. look at spatty's face right now too look at him hey. he's, he's 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 a little mad that you said that actually <laughs> we have three stars they have one you gotta support your Juve tinos right? milan have the more legends too no most legends i would say yeah, probably Champions League uh, again possibly possibly is the biggest trophy for uh club football yeah so some would say right i don't know it's crazy. Um, best gaffer. Who's all better? Time? No, all no. time. I have. I have two. Mourinho Pep. Mourinho Pep. Yeah. Ooh. What's your What's your take on that? Between them two, I gotta choose Pep a hundred percent. Why? I Ooh. dude. I always. He's been proving himself for like years and years. And yeah, Mourinho. They're definitely different coaches. But I always say, give me five minutes <laughs> on the pitch where Guardiola just talks to me for five minutes. I'll become a a hundred times the player that I am now. Mourinho, yeah, he's been doing, I mean, with Roma, he just won the conference league and mm-hmm. he's put them in the map. And now they're like, fi- possibly, maybe fighting for this area. I don't know. That might be yeah, a big of, bit of a stretch. Um, I think Guardiola is just a little bit like in a higher tier. At least now. That's true. Now with, when you talk that... about CL football, Mourinho has more CLs. Now... <laughs> That's true. Would that wouldn't that make Mourinho Would better? Would that sway your opinion a bit? No. The thing is, I you don't. The, when it comes to managers, I don't uh, rate them based on how much they succeed. Like it's not like players because with players, it's like as a player, you're the better you get, the better team you're in. With managers, it's different. You could have the best manager in the world coaching a Serie B team. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think at the end of the day, I think Guardiola transformed. Like he, they made. He made Premier League basically like a one-team league. Like yeah. Man City's been winning like mm-hmm. almost three in a row now. And uh, Mourinho maybe didn't get the chance to do that at Spurs. Now at Roma, yeah, they are making changes and getting better. But I think uh, Guardiola has had the bigger impact with Man City compared to what Mourinho has been doing at least the last five, six years. Yeah. I remember like the English press, like when Pep first came to England, they're like, oh, Pep Guardiola is going to have to adjust to the Premier oh League. Oh my gosh, I remember that. Nah, the Premier League had to adjust to Pep, bro. Seriously, turning it into a farmer's league. Crazy. Oh, my gosh. Um, talk about managers quickly. Who is your favorite manager? <sighs> my favorite manager? Uh, I don't really think I have one. I think I just admire people like whenever they come up and say uh, different. I, I admire a lot of personalities. I love uh, Klopp's personality as much as it might be a little bit annoying to some viewers. Mourinho, <laughs> also a little bit annoying, a uh, little bit of a prick what he wants to be. But if you've got Mourinho on your side, you mm-hmm. love his you know, him being a brat, him being a little bit of the dick in press conferences. Yeah. Uh, so I just love attitudes. I love uh, whenever they come up and s- I think Tuchel was one that I really liked at one point. I think, I think he made Chelsea players uh, train while grabbing tennis balls. So you wouldn't be able to grab your opponent, stuff like that. So you would oh. get better physically. So whenever I hear stories like this, it makes me admire like managers. And I've heard yeah. different stories, you know. The so unique things I don't that think I have. Yeah, yeah, each person is different. I don't think I have like a my favorite manager. Just a little bit of everything. That's true. No, uh, a little no. bit before our time, but Maradona or Messi? Who's the oh, better player? Ooh, that's a good question. 
I gotta go for Messi. And it's funny because I just watched the 1986 World Cup, oh, yeah? uh, like game by day <laughs> on football, football, I think it's called football.com. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah. And uh, I don't know, I think I still, I gotta go for Messi, but it's it's weird to compare because you could bring up that Messi has been at the top level for what, 15, 20 years now. Mm-hmm. But that's getting more and more common as, the, as technology advances. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's, it's definitely weird to compare, but uh, I think I'm gonna go for Messi. Okay. Is there like a general consensus in Argentina that like one is better than the other? Or is it like kind of mixed? Uh, I think it's the younger generation will say That's, Messi. And, yeah, yeah. And uh, but I, I think it, it speaks mostly of uh, like, you know, like it's definitely biased point of view. I mean, Maradona yeah. gave us the World Cup. So if Messi somehow gives us the World Cup, this one coming up, like it's going to be very interesting to see how the older generation of Argentina that watched yeah, the 1986 yeah. World Cup. Let's see how what they say, how they react to it, you know? That's a good question. Um, <laughs> another yeah. debatable topic. Who is the real Ronaldo? Jeez. <laughs> well, the house. one who came first should have to be the real Ronaldo, you know? Phenomenal. I always Phenomenal. yeah, I always think of Ronaldo. I always think of Cristiano as Cristiano. So that's what I that's call him. Right. My polls I put Cristiano. When I think of him, I say Cristiano. Ronaldo is Ronaldo, you know. <laughs> another question for you we're wrapping up soon but um what is in your opinion the best team in the world right now right now and i guess all time is easy. all time as well all time is easy. so right now it's it's gotta yeah, be right you, now it's madrid like yeah so yeah easy <laughs> real madrid yeah yeah even their bench like the fact that they have they have players now like they they have their B team ready for the next five ten years, which is unbelievable. Crazy, eh? Um, yeah. yeah, they make all the right moves. Uh, everybody finds like plays for the team with pride because they know how big of a team Real Madrid is. So, you know, nobody ever complains. They, you know, I mean, Rodrigo, for example, bringing him up like he's not guaranteed starter, and I don't see him going anywhere else. For example, yeah, because uh, playing for Madrid me- means a lot more than playing for a lot of other big teams out there. Sure, uh, and they're, they've been killing it. What eight out of eight wins this season so far? Yeah, yeah. it's sad to <laughs> yeah. it's sad to hear that. <laughs> but um, that's that takes me on to my next question: Barca or Madrid? Or oh, well, you actually... yeah. Go ahead, answer that. Actually, go ahead. Well, to answer like your all time, I think the best yeah. side I've ever watched was two thousand nine, uh, Barcelona. Maybe two thousand eleven as well. They're Oof, almost the same. Yeah, probably two thousand nine Barca. Mm-hmm. MSN days, no. What a bit, bit later, a, boy. No. True, true. You're right, but like doesn't seem. <laughs> MSN though. days were nice MSN too, bro. Disgusting. Yeah. Um, that leads me to another question now. MSN Messi, Neymar, Suarez, or Ronaldo, Benzema, Bale. Jeez, who are you taking? Without talking about like all the trophies that even just individually yeah. who played better on the pitch it's got to be yeah. msn play better because bbc like i've seen a lot of people bring up like they want five champions leagues all together and it's like yeah but how many games did they all play together you know like mm-hmm. it would be super rare whenever bbc was actually all together in the pitch and exactly. uh you know everybody was on the score sheet and stuff but msn just killed it for a complete even though it didn't last that long because eventually yeah. neymar dipped but just that 2015 season was crazy yeah, crazy, yeah. Crazy. and just like in my opinion what like what made me feel the most you know the best right like it's at the end of the day football is about emotions yeah and how it makes you feel mm-hmm. and msn just they're like they're all me, best friends bro like yeah. all south yeah. americans bro and like, like again they're all in like messi definitely was in 
his I mean he's messy, but like his prime, Suarez in his prime, Neymar was going to his prime or in his prime, you could say. <laughs> and a lot of people didn't think it was gonna work together because you know three hot headed guys, not hot headed, but like you know big names. Yeah, three yeah. big names, right? So for them to you know have such a unique quality, <laughs> such a such a bond with each other. It's yeah. crazy, mm. <laughs> you know what I mean. Like we would see, like Messi, like give up his penalty for uh, for Suarez, yeah. and like yeah, it's like, like the camaraderie exactly. was like amazing. Meanwhile, Mbappe won't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even even Cristiano talked about that at one point. Like they yeah. asked him how he felt about MSN just getting along so much because they would go on to have dinner and you know, they were so close to one another, like best friends. And Cristiano, one time, like he kind of sparked out in a press conference saying, "Oh, I don't need this. You know, we don't need to do like hugs and kisses with Benzema and Bell. Whenever we get on the pitch, we get our job done." Like he yeah. was pretty, yeah, he was pretty heated that one time. Yeah, yeah. Like look at now, Mbappe won't pass the name on, yeah. <laughs> right? So it's it was it was incredible to watch yeah. that. Um, couple last questions. Biggest derby or biggest rivalry in Ooh. your opinion? Uh, it's gotta be. Milan Inter, I think. Yeah. Milan yeah. Inter, really? Yeah. You think so? I was gonna say El Clasico. Jeez. Oh well, that's not. You said Derby. Derby is I mean, like from the I same city. Rivalry, derby or rivalry, oh, whatever. Rivalry, I'll give you. Yeah, Madrid Barca. But when it comes to Derby, like from the same city, it's gotta that's be true. Milan uh, Inter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But okay, I'll, overall, I'll El Clasico. Hundred yeah. percent, right? Because the other big mm-hmm. derbies like Boca River, Fenerbahce Galatasaray, yeah. like yeah. a lot of other big, lot ones big ones too, bro. Hey, Manchester could get better. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I think we'll El Clasico is just like it's just it's it's its own event. Man. Yeah, yeah. Especially when Messi and Ronaldo were playing oh there, right? Oh my god! And that's something yeah. that we took for granted. I think. Yeah, definitely. Like nowadays, looking back to that, like if I ever missed a game, I f- I, I should punch myself because <laughs> like I should have watched those games. But like, you don't realize greatness until it's gone. Exactly. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. man, Messi and Neymar those days again. Like even the the players around them. You had Suarez. You had Pepe. Trading havoc back then, you had no var, so you had people elbowing everyone, <laughs> blood everywhere. They were stepping on Messi's Ramos hands, killing uh, Messi on the like pitch, bro. Carvajal like, grabbing him. It was like it was mayhem. Yeah. That's what true football and beautiful football is. It's it's yeah, a mixture, you, you of, a, had, you a mixture had a, of emotions. Yeah, yeah, you had stuff like Guardiola being pushed by Cristiano or uh, yeah, Mourinho. Yeah. I think Mourinho one time uh, put his finger <laughs> in a uh, Barca's assistant coach eye, like yeah, 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 yeah. maybe Villanova, I think it was. A uh, lot, lot of so much drama, so many fights. Oh man, yeah. Pepe used to feast in those those oh days. Yeah, bloodbath, yeah. bro. Bloodbath. Mm-hmm. Then Mourinho would be like in the tunnel after the game, waiting for the ref. Like, this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my worst, my most, my worst memory from that, you know, El Clasico is when Bale were, ran through. Oh my god, oh, when he Bartra, like yeah. dusted Bartra and then. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm like, bro, are you serious? Burned him. <laughs> Burned the guy. But my favorite memory. And you would say it's the messy one, but for me it was David Villa. Yeah, yeah. When he cut in that one, and he finessed that a curler, like what a peach of a curler, around Casillas, and then he celebrates. He goes slide. It was like a perfect slide. It was. It was. You know those slides where they don't come out nicely. Slides. Yeah. He always had perfect slides, but it was like perfect. He went. Like, <laughs> and it's like that when I saw that in real life, like that, my emotions, like it was like wow, huge. Love it, bro. All right. Um, <laughs> finishing off, we have two more. Qu- I have two more questions, unless you guys have any more, but. Favorite uh, footballing moments for you? Oof, uh, probably. I gotta say, it's between two penalty shootouts. Actually, it's the one 2014, the Argentina one when we beat Netherlands. Uh, but also the the recent one with in the Copa America against uh, Colombia. 
we were definitely the better team on paper and I, I wanted that final so badly. And for mm. one second to think that we could lose our spot in the final on just a penalty shootout, on, nobody obviously nobody likes to yeah. lose on a penalty shootout in such a crucial moment in semifinal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then winning it the way we did with all the shithouse by Divo Martinez and you could hear everything that we're saying to yeah. each other. Like I, I still go back, on, I go to YouTube and I'll, I'll watch that whole clip and everything all the insults they were saying to each other yeah and it's so great man i probably my you know favorite moment and then the copa america won uh the the final uh but that one that one was a little bit weird because as soon as di maria scored he scored kind of early on in the game maybe yeah, minute 30 yeah, minutes kind of died down after that a little bit yeah. yeah yeah a little bit but in my heart i kind of just knew like yeah this is it i i think this is it after everything we've been through but uh, my favorite football moment, probably the semifinals, because that one you didn't know who was going to go through. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, that one. True. Um, yeah. I have one more question. You guys one. Yeah. If you could go back in time and change one thing in football history, what would it be? Damn. I'd make Iguain <laughs> play for France. Because <laughs> he's French. That guy's, uh, I think he was born in France or he could have played for France. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Look, I love Iguain. He's one of the players that I admire the most. But he's <laughs> i just would have let him right there in france uh sure for sure um, sure just made him score the goal <laughs> nah, bro. but he in the madrid days he was nasty yeah he was but, bad but yeah that was, that was napoli year napoli, napoli, napoli too actually, napoli yeah, especially yeah. i like his first year juve first juve mm-hmm. year was good too yeah but um i think we're gonna finish off with the last question you are debatable football opinions this is one of the biggest debates in football <laughs> Messi or Ronaldo? Who's your oh, goat? Who is your say. goat? I love that <laughs> I you hear you from s- you. You set it up so highly, but like most people already know the answer to this. For and sure. no, like I gotta say, Messi. Like I, I'm forced to. But even if I was our, like if I was not Argentinian, mm-hmm. I gotta go for Messi. He's way more of a complete footballer. This guy is Fox. now entering the stage of like being a contender for best playmaker in history. You know. Mm-hmm. And he was just, roles. yeah, exactly. And it's he like the fact that he can do both, it's it's insane. He was just like getting goat shouts for, you know, or being the best goal scorer. Now he's the best playmaker. Like, what can he not do, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Best you, defender. <laughs> you, th- you think it's close, the debate? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. It's not no. as close. I, I think the media put it up uh, a lot closer than then it should be because it just sells papers you know it's it gets clicks uh-huh. yeah, yeah um I, I love ronaldo don't get me wrong like i i i wish i could prove that i have admired and loved ronaldo all throughout his career like i just finished reading one of his uh biographies uh but yeah i know pe- if you say messi then people just think you hate ronaldo but no i admire both i love both mm-hmm. but i it was a debate at some point but now that their careers are over i think it's safe to say messi has gotten the yeah. best of it for hopefully, sure. hopefully Ronaldo's not watching or listening to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I think it's unanimous for all of us too, yeah. right? Messi, yeah, yeah, Ronaldo. Messi. But I yeah. do, rec- I do like my Ronaldo Sui. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, finishing off now. Anything you would like to say? If you want to plug yourself, anything, please. Yeah, go ahead. Nah, I, I think I find it kind of tacky, but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, if you want to check out the Instagram that's been being spoken about, it's debatable football opinions uh, on Instagram. thanks for coming on man we appreciate you thank you for your time it was a pleasure speaking to you obviously um let's see who wins the world cup this uh you know a couple days now man a couple months and uh no it's it was a pleasure having you on you're always welcome here uh let's keep in contact and uh 
thanks again yeah yeah for sure thanks for having me i'll come back to this uh to the video whenever argentina goes down to win it <laughs> ah there you go sounds good hopefully I would mind the brazilian doesn't like that <laughs> yeah one it off boys thank you for watching make, make sure, sure to like yeah. comment subscribe culture. and with that we out Later, guys. Thanks. See ya. All right, that's awesome. That's great.